Hallelujah. So I want to talk to you a little bit as we approach the word tonight about the realm of the spirit. And uh, so let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather around your word. It is light to our path. It is a lamp to our feet. We, we know it gives us direction. It gives us comfort. It gives us strength. Uh, and, and the word grows mightily. It prevails. Hallelujah. It causes victory, victory in our lives. And so tonight, as we hear your word, I thank you for all of us that we have anointed ears, open minds and receptive hearts in Jesus name. Amen. So we're going to talk about the realm of the spirit. And I just believe that as the, you know, just getting with the Lord in my private devotional times, I've seen uh, that he is directing me to get my eyes off the natural realm and really understand that there's things happening in the realm of the spirit. And uh, some things are good and some things are not so good. But praise the Lord, the Bible says he always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. And we know the end of the story. We know the back of the book, don't we? And uh, thank God that we are overcomers in this life. So really, there's nothing to worry or to fear about, but there are things that we need to be doing. There's assignments, there's callings, there's divine appointments, there's things that we need to pray out, there's things that we need to walk out. And so we don't want to miss those things just by getting so consumed with the natural realm. And we can, you know, we can be pulled in so many directions. We can be pulled by family, we can be pulled by Uh, by friends we can be pulled by foe you know there's always a pulling in the natural realm sometimes there's pressure that has been put on us and all these things i believe are distractions um one of uh, the book i was reading years ago said satan's greatest uh uh force against the church is distraction And I thought, that's odd. You know, I never would have thought of distraction. But it is. He wants to distract us uh, from from who we are in Christ, but what our purpose is and what we're supposed to be doing and to get us off track so that he, you know, doesn't have that uh, power coming at him. Because the Bible says the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. That means that we're charging the gates. It doesn't mean that the devil's putting pressure on us. We're charging him. Amen. We're charging in and getting the harvest. And yeah, we're on the offense. We're not on the defense. We're not on the run. He's on the run. Amen. And we keep him that way through resisting him. So uh, again, I just wanted to bring a couple of scriptures up uh, just to get our focus on the unseen realm. And a little bit of what's going on. Really, when else are you going to hear about the unseen realm except in church? And we should hear about it in church, shouldn't we? Otherwise, it's, you know, just the politics and it's uh, the COVID and it's the, you know, the financial, uh, what else going on economically. Everything, you know, keeps you horizontal except the church. And the church keeps you vertical. Amen. <laughs> it keeps your eyes looking up. And uh, into the face of Jesus and the victory that we have in Christ Jesus. So we don't need to take our eyes off of him, do we? So let's look at Daniel chapter 10. And this is a very interesting uh, spiritual vision that Daniel had. And I just like, there's a lots of parts of this that I like. And let's kind of read through this. We'll look at, uh, starting with verse 2, 
Daniel 10 and verse 2. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant bread. I guess that's like donuts or cinnamon rolls. (laughs) Pleasant bread, right? Croissants from Nice, I suppose. No pleasant bread. Neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth. Neither did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. And then verse 5, Then I lift up my eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with fine gold of upas, And his body was like burl, and his face as the appearance of lightning, and his eyes as lamps of fire, and his arms and his feet like in color to polished brass, and the voice of his words like the voice of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men that were with me saw not the vision, but a great quaking fell upon them so that they fled to hide themselves. Now, interestingly enough, he was the one seeking the understanding, you know. It didn't say anything about all his men doing what he was doing, seeking for the the vision and everything. And so he was the only one that saw it, interestingly enough, isn't it? So I think when we decide we're going to seek God for a certain, uh, uh, maybe a solution to a problem or, or some circumstance in our life or relationship, uh, then he's going to, he's going to speak to us about it. He's going to talk to us about it. He said there, uh, verse eight, therefore I was left alone and saw this great vision and there remained no strength in me for my comeliness was turned in me into corruption and I retained no strength. Have you ever had that happen to you in the presence of God? Where, you know, a lot of times we'll call it falling underneath the power of God where you fall, you fall back. I've, I've thought about, you know, in the book of Acts, it, the Bible says the Holy Ghost came and sat on them. <laughs> I thought, well, well, God sits on you. You know, something's going to happen. Amen. And it's usually us not retain, retaining our human strength. And what a wonderful Blessing from God. Amen. I highly recommend yielding to the Holy Ghost in prayer lines and letting the Holy Ghost come upon you because you're talking about, we're talking about tranquility. Praise the Lord. So he retained no strength. Verse nine. Yet I heard the voice of his words. And when I heard the voice of his words, then was I in a deep sleep on my face and my face toward the ground. And behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before the, thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. Now that's important, isn't it? Words were spoken and heard, and it says the first day that you spoke those words, they were heard. You know God's listening to us. He listens to what we say, and he wants to talk to us. And speak to us. Um, I'm reading a, a book by David Duplessis, um, wonderful uh, Holy Ghost man and um, minister and uh, 
one of the things he was talking about and praying in the Holy Ghost and, and he said, you know, it's, it's just the best way to hear the voice of God is when you're praying in the Holy Ghost. And, um, some of his students, when he was teaching them, said, well, how, how come you say you hear from God all the time? That the Lord says this, the Lord says that. And he told them, he said, well, you're, you tell me when the devil's telling you things. You know, well, the devil told me to do this or say this or, you know. Um, and so why wouldn't the Lord talk to us? And he said, really, that the good thoughts, the good things that come to you are from God. We just read it, didn't we? And the bad things that come to you are uh, demonic spirits or devils. And so, you know, uh, get used to discerning the two. And when you pray in the Holy Ghost, things are going to come even, now he said, even to your mind. Good things are going to come to your mind. And he said, the Holy Ghost will stir those things up so that he can answer you in prayer. He wants to talk to you. Hallelujah. Amen. So uh, remember that. I think we neglect sometimes uh, the speaking in tongues. You know, we, we need to pray without ceasing. And Paul even said, I pray more. I pray in tongues more than you all. So he knew a secret there of hearing from God. And uh, just let yourself and spend some time uh, praying in the Holy Ghost. You know, you can do that anywhere. You When you take a walk, when you're uh, shaving or putting on your makeup or when you're, you know, just... Uh, in the car waiting for somebody or, you know, all these times, you know, it seems like much of our life we we're waiting. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like you're waiting a lot? And you can use that time to pray in the Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. I was counseling with a girl the other day and she said, I just can't sleep at night. I just wake up and I can't go back to sleep and my mind's racing and she's, she's filled with the Holy Ghost. I said, well, you know, sometimes when I, that happens to me, I just start praying in the Holy Ghost. And I and I tell the devil, I am not going to quit praying in the Holy Ghost until I fall asleep. So it's almost like he just leaves because he doesn't want me praying that much in the Spirit. Next thing you know, I've got sound sleep. Amen? And the Bible says he gives his beloved sleep. God gives his beloved sleep. So he comes on you with peace and, and assurance and and, uh, and his, his guiding hand. And you can just go right to sleep. So... Let's let's uh, stir up that in us and let's pray more in the Holy Ghost. I think that uh, some things will be done in your life that you'll be really surprised. Hallelujah. Um, so then it says, I have come, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. Now notice that because I think that we we think sometimes if we're just thinking things, if we're if we're not praying, if we're not saying you know, Brother Hagin used to say, you pray it or say it or both, but don't just think it. Pray it or say it. Amen. And uh, I, so much power is released and God's hearing our words when we say them. And uh, here it says, you know, from the first day you were heard. I am come for thy words. It doesn't say I'm come uh, came because you didn't eat pleasant bread. Or you didn't eat meat or wine or, you know, it doesn't say you earned this visit. You know, It says, I came because of your words. Now, sometimes it's good for us to fast. I think because it gives us more time to pray. When we take, take other things out of our life and fill those things with prayer time. Some, some of us could do really well by turning off the TV and off the news and to spend that time prayed in the Holy Ghost. 
I think it would kind of light a fire in the church all over the, all over the globe if we would take a little more time. Amen? And get out of the natural realm and get over into the spirit. Hallelujah. It's time for the Holy Ghost and fire, isn't it? It really is time. You can, you should sense it. It's a, just a, such a time where the Holy Ghost wants to pour out of his spirit on all of us. So we can lend ourselves to that by praying in the Holy Ghost. So I am come for thy words. And look at verse 13. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. And I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now I'm come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the latter days. And and uh, for yet the vision is for many days. So there was a war. There was a wrestling in the spirit realm. This prince of the kingdom of Persia was not the king there. See, there is... Uh, there is a ruling in the, in humans, you know, there, there are rulers, there, there's places of authority, there's positions in government and government, uh, officials, etc. And then there is an unseen kingdom where Satan rules. And we see that in the New Testament even. We see where it, in Ephesians it says that we're seated in Christ far above all principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in the heavenlies. So he's talking there not about our atmosphere here, the first heaven, but he's talking about the second heaven. Of course, we know the third heaven is where God is and our loved ones are, those who've gone on before us, to be with the Lord in heaven. But we do know that there's an atmosphere where the devil and his cohorts, they reign and rule. Unsaved people. Aren't you glad you're saved? They don't have to rule us. They have no more dominion over us at all unless we give it to them. But I'm not giving them my authority or my power. How about you? No. Amen. So we see here that uh, there's a seen realm and an unseen realm. Isn't it interesting? Because sometimes you think, don't people have more sense than that? You know, when you see them doing certain things or, or saying certain things or, or acting certain ways or promoting crazy government policies or government ideas that you know don't work, won't ever work, have never worked. And here they're coming up with again, you think, what are you doing? See, there are spirits behind all that. There's demonic influence behind all that. And they, and these demons lie to people. They're, the devil's called the father of lies. So they deceive and they lie and they try to influence those who aren't listening to God or reading the word or assembling them, themselves together in a church and getting the mind of Christ and the mind of God. And of course the unsaved are wide open because if you're not a child of God, you are a child of the devil. There's no in between. There's either or. Now, we want you to be a child of God, and it's very easy to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and to become born again, become born of God. But if you're not, then you're wide open to the kingdom of darkness and to his influence. So we see as as Christians that uh, this war going on. Now, Ephesians chapter 6 says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against, basically it's saying... Uh, 
these uh, spirits. Let's let's look at that. I think that's important. Ephesians chapter six for us to see it in the Word. And um, verse. Well, we'll start with verse ten. Ephesians six ten. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, the Amplified says, all the strategies and deceits of the devil. Wow. See, he has certain strategies, and uh, and he's very deceitful. He, 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 he make everything look like it's going to be fine or turn out fine, when you know it's not because the things that he he's telling people to do are not of truth they're not of integrity uh usually they are uh, uh backhanded or um uh you know against the word there's lies there's deception there's manipulation uh know that the devil when he tries to do things he tries to force see god and the holy spirit they're gentlemen you know they don't they, you you really can have as much of God as you yield to Him, as you surrender to Him. He doesn't just come and take over your life, you know. It, but if you yield to Him, if you surrender, then He will come and fill you and guide you and lead you. But He's not going to just push and force. But the devil does. The devil pushes and forces. And he tries uh, his best to uh to dominate and uh drive people have you ever seen somebody just driven and you know it's this is not this is not a human thing here this is demonic it's 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 not right and it's evil um and so know that that's not the holy spirit demons are the ones who are forcing people and uh wanting to dominate people Really, that's how you can kind of tell a cult from, uh, you know, from Christian religion, etc., is because uh, that domination, they want to dominate your life and dominate what you do and say and what you uh, buy and don't buy and, you know, all this craziness that goes on. Well, that's not God. Amen? That's not God. Uh, as pastors and teachers in the church... We're here to lift you up and, and to show you the way of the Lord and to show you how to contact God so that you can talk to God about your life. Not that we can talk to God about your life. Amen? Now, we, of course, will pray for you and love you, but you're the one to hear from the Holy Spirit. Amen? He wants to talk to you, not to us about you. He wants to talk to you. Isn't that beautiful? He wants a relationship with you. And I, you know, I get a little suspicious when people are always asking me to pray for them. Always asking, well, pray for me, pray for me. And I'm thinking, you pray for you. Because you have the authority in your life. Amen? It's almost like I have a right and privilege to vote. But I don't have a right and privilege to vote for you. For, you know, take your place in the polling booth. You have that right. And you have that privilege. And so you need... To, <laughs> well, the right way in the right world. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's important, very important for us to know that we have authority in our lives. You have more authority than anyone else on the earth has in your life. Amen. 
more than Kenneth Copeland, more than any leader. You have authority in your life. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And so you can surrender to the Lord and, and what you give to Him, what you surrender to Him, He comes in and helps and blesses and, uh, does a beautiful job of arranging our lives for us. Amen. So the devil is, uh, uh, you know, at work, of course, he is. We know he is. He is the uh, little God, little God, little G of this world. And he's roaming about seeking whom he may devour. That's what he wants to do, is to steal, kill, and destroy. And John 10 tells us that. Well, So read on in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers, see the word rulers, of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able, see God makes you able to withstand in the day of of evil, when things are coming against you, when wickedness or darkness is released against you, you have the ability to withstand it. And to having done all to stand, stand therefore. And then it goes about, you know, with all the the, uh, different pieces of armor that really all revolve around the Word of God. Really, every part of it is the Word of God. That's why we always emphasize the Word in this church, emphasize the Bible. We held our Bibles up this morning and uh, declared that this is God's word to us. And this will get you over every time. It will ha- help you stand and it will help you withstand every time the enemy comes uh, to against you. Yeah. And he will do it. But praise God, we, have, we don't have to fear. We have the victory. Amen. And so then it goes above all taking the shield of faith. We're with you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts. The uh, Amplified says flaming missiles of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always. So this armor is for prayer. This armor is this arms you for prayer. I just believe that this book right here is our prayer manual. This is what we take to the Lord in prayer. Amen. And a friend of mine said years ago, uh, our prayers should all begin with, Father, you said, da, 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 da. amen, Father, you said, and we should know the word well enough to know what he said. And if we don't know it, we need to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we take this, the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication, being led of the Spirit in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And that utterance would be given unto us, and we'd open our mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. So we we see here that God's uh, telling us there is a wrestling. There is a war, in other words. And this equipment is, uh, is, uh, our pastor said so beautifully, is a, a lot like a Roman soldier, you know, when they're fighting, when they're in battle. So we have to remember that we're not like at a picnic right now, that there is a warfare going on. Amen? That we are soldiers. The Bible says uh, that we shouldn't entangle ourselves with the affairs of this life because we've got to war a good warfare. 
And the devil wants you off doing crazy things or uh, participating in quarrels or fighting or whatever that the devil's trying to bring up these distractions instead of what you're supposed to be doing for the kingdom of God. Now, I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience and I'm telling you from the word of God, you've got to shut the door on all that stuff. At times, you just have to shut it out and say, you know what? Today, I'm going to pray, I'm going to sing, I'm going to worship, I'm going to hear from God, I'm going to do some things for the church, I'm going to do some things for for God, I'm going to win somebody to the Lord today. Amen? And we have to just shut all that out, because the more we pay attention to the enemy, the more he roars in our face, because he see, you know, he, he walks about as a roaring lion, he's not one, he's just a peep squeak, really. But he roars and makes you think, oh my gosh, if you ever heard a lion roar, you know, you think, <gasps> takes your breath away. But this is, he is not a roaring lion. He's not. <laughs> he just pretends that he's going to ruin and devour your life so that you uh, concentrate more on what he's doing than on what God's doing in your life. So uh, praise the Lord. Are you getting anything out of this? All right, let's. Look at a cut, just a couple of more things really quickly. Acts chapter 19. And this is another one of my favorite scriptures. I don't know why. It's just so, you know, the book of Acts is so fascinating to me. Is it to you? It's just one amazing miracle and things of the spirit after another. I love it. Acts chapter 19. Look at verse 11. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. So that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons and the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which hath evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did so. So there's seven men. They're uh, calling people over that have evil spirits because they saw Paul do this. And they're saying, in the evil spirit, uh, they're saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. And so verse 15, the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know. <laughs> But who are you? Who are you seven people? Seven men. And the man in whom the evil spirit leapt on them, leaped on them, and overcame them, and prevailed against them. Now this is one against seven men. That's a lot of men, isn't it? I mean, you could think they'd at least pile up on top of him and stopped this. But he whipped every one of them, wounded them, it says, and tore their clothes off. They had to leave. No, that's hilarious to me. But it's, you know, I mean, just to think about seven men, you think you'd be protected, right? Well, they weren't. In fact, uh, they ran off naked and wounded. They fled out of the house. Verse 16 says, naked and wounded. So, we, you know, we can say that the enemy uh, is powerless, and he is over Christians. He is. We can say that he's been put to naught by the Lord Jesus Christ, and he has over Christians. But he has quite a bit of power when you don't know the name of Jesus, when you don't realize who you are in Christ, when you don't know how to put him in his place, 
when you don't realize how to resist the devil in the name of Jesus. Amen? And thank God we have a church here that teaches us how. Praise God. Because otherwise, he just will run all over you. He'll put sickness on you. He'll put disease on you. He'll keep pain going. He'll keep financial trouble going. I can't believe the things that people get into because they don't know their authority in the name of Jesus. But see, he is powerful. One possessed of the devil is powerful enough to whip seven men and uh, to wound them and tear their clothes off. Now, not only that, but we see the uh, demonic, uh, the gathering demonic uh, that was, you know, cutting themselves in the cemetery. We won't read it, but you know the story. And um, so Jesus cast the devil out of him. The devil said, don't send us away out of this country. You know, so he sent him into the swine. Do you remember the swine? 2,000 swine this devil went into. And it killed 2,000 of them. Now, that's quite a herd, isn't it? They immediately went over to the bank and it killed them all. So this was quite a strong uh, demonic force in this man. But the, the thing I like about it is he killed 2,000 swine, but he couldn't kill that man. Isn't that something? So men have authority, right? Uh, you, just know, you just need to have become more and more aware that you have the devil under your feet, that he is a defeated foe, and to enforce that, amen, to stand up to him and not allow him. So many things in this life we allow, so it is allowed. But if we would disallow it, you know, the Bible talks about binding and loosening. One one translation says, whatever you allow in the earth, in the heavenlies is allowed on the earth. Whatever you disallow in the heavenlies is disallowed in the earth or, you know, binding and loosening. It's in Matthew. So you see there the power that we have. It's the ball's been put into our court. You know, Jesus won the victory. And now he said, all right, you take the victory. You take the authority and you rule and reign as kings and priests on this earth. And don't let the devil rule and reign over you. Be aware of him. Watch and pray. Um, I'm many times in prayer, I'll see, I'll see things. You know, I'll see, uh, where the enemy's trying to get in, uh, trying to, to, darkness tries to creep in somewhere in family or friends or, you know, uh, or church or, you know, and you can see things and the Bible says watch and pray. Why? So you can take authority over that. Amen. So you can plead the blood of Jesus over it. Praise God. And in in our country, I believe that we need to get our eyes on the unseen realm. What's going on in the unseen? Because that's where we have authority. Amen? We have authority in the realm of the Spirit. In the natural realm, you know, we might not have a lot of authority. We might not be the President of the United States or the Vice President, or we might not be a Supreme Court Justice. But I'm telling you, in the realm of the Spirit, you would be surprised how powerful you are. You would be shocked, probably. I would be too, of the authority and the power that we have as believers. Amen? And so my encouragement to you tonight is let's look more to the unseen. Let's let's operate in that realm a little more and take our place and our position in Christ Jesus and let his glory and his light shine through us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, let's pray. Y'all want to stand up? Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that we've been given a power and authority over all the power of the enemy. 
And your word says nothing shall by any means harm us. We thank you, Father, for even if we died tonight, there's victory in death. Hallelujah. We thank you it is far better. And to die is gain. So we're not even afraid of that last and final frontier of the devil. For we know we would be with Jesus. We know we step over into eternity and live forever with our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, may the body of Christ rise up now and take its place. We thank you, Father, for the power and the authority that you've given us in Christ Jesus. That we can walk as you walked on the earth. That the works that you did can we do also and greater works because you've gone to the Father. We thank you, Lord God, that we are yielding the whole armor that you've given us, the Word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit, and faith, (laughs) that shield of faith, hallelujah, that shields us from any missiles the devil would try to send our way. We are protected by the angels of God. And we see, Lord, that Michael, even the warring angel, is helping and is working on our behalf and on this church and on our ministry. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Angelic beings. Oh, Prophasto Lumara Chenzo, Sikava Tanachdane, and Zinzondo. Never a reason to be afraid. Never a reason to be dismayed. For we are armed mightily, and the hand of God is upon us. And the, lo- the Lord above looking after us. So be confident and be well and be uh, who you are and know who you are. And stand strong against any of the attacks of the devil. Amen. For you'll see victory here, victory there, and victory far in front of you everywhere. For the Lord our God has made a way. <laughs> he is the way. Glory to His holy name. Glory to His holy name. There's victory in the camp tonight. Victory, 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 victory. Ha, ha, ha. Every place you look now, there'll be victory. Victory. So pravistangando lubrechatsu rafashti and zemandi supotra visaha supotu rafrengibata su refishti hisa hanedeste ingilipolo mo mo monzeveri sitas. So don't look down, look up, for your redemption draws nigh. The Lord on high is the King of glory, and let him in. He is mighty in battle. He is mighty to fight. And let him do battle for you while you lie quietly. And in the night even, be at peace, be at rest. For God is on your side. And who can be against you? <laughs> who can separate you from his great love? No, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Omede vista angenstos. The Lord our God in the midst of us. He's mighty. He's mighty. He's mighty. He's mighty, he's mighty. Oh, sister pastocora feshtadistas. He is mighty, he's mighty, he's mighty. Oh, fravasi candulos. He is mighty in the midst of us, he's mighty. Sisi kamala tuchtos. Our God is mighty. 
Oh, Sikamatachde, our God is mighty. Isili, he stilimo tuf robosti God so old Tavan Kalabiliti Bato. The Lord our God in the midst of us is mighty, 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 mighty. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.